Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, the NBA Finals are over. Uh, they are over. Now you have to win four games, but it's over. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's no Game more. Over. Exactly. I mean, let's be realistic. Are you are you going to really plan your night to watch the coronation of the Golden State Warriors going sixteen and zero? So it's our Friday show. I know in the West Coast it's very weird. It's still Thursday, but this is our Friday show. All right. So you, are you going to plan your Friday night? If you, you say, I'm not going to go out. I, I don't going to see a movie or go out with my buddies. Or do, I want to watch the, the end of the Warrior Cavs game, which will probably be a massive blowout. Ah, uh, that's a tough one. Right, so the conversation, there's not much about the games. The conversation has now turned to LeBron and his future, specifically the rumor mongers, which I am a retired rumor monger, but I do it on the radio now. I used to do it online for a long time, back in the the old West days of the internet. But specifically, we're talking about whether or not LeBron will leave the Cavaliers in the dust 
in the middle of the night. He'll get the Mayflower moving vans out. And that's it. See you later again. Now, according to several spitballing supposed NBA insiders, uh, they are throwing this out. I don't know if you've heard the, the scuttlebutt. They're saying it's very much possible that King James will say Arrivederci to the land, turn his back again on northern Ohio. Now, the whispers around the NBA, they claim that there's a strong belief, a growing sentiment, in fact, which is very strong, uh, that LeBron James could, in fact, leave Cleveland to head to Los Angeles. Now, he can't leave after the finals because he's got another year on his contract, but he will be a free agent. He's got a player option after next season, which even if he doesn't leave the Cavaliers, he will certainly press the escape clause on that to get a little extra money. That's just business 101. But we're, we're talking about 2018. And so the great thing about talking about something that doesn't happen until next year uh, is you just have a field day with it, right? So let's talk about it. Now, the fairy tale rumor is built around the premise that the Lakers will get Paul George, Mr. George will come from Indiana, and that they will be able to build this amazing team, right, amazing team that could give LeBron a better opportunity to win a championship. Yay. Yeah, that's what LeBron lives for the championship. Uh, Or potentially my Clippers because he wants to team up with Chuck the Condor and his BFFs, Chris Paul, would have to resign. He will. Uh, D. Wade and Carmelo Anthony. That gaggle of players. Or is it a Google of players? Anyway, the question is this. What do we make of this? I mean, it's, all, it's everywhere, right? LeBron could go to L.A. See, here's the way I, I, I will answer this. Le- LeBron James, is there a chance he leaves Cleveland? Absolutely. He's done it before. Once you've done it, you can do it again. It's a lot easier the second time than the first time. But he's not heading to the Western Conference, and he's not going to Los Angeles. Uh, If he goes to the Western Conference, there's only one team that he would go to. You want to take a guess which team LeBron would go to in the Western Conference? All right, I'll give you a clue. 15-0 15-0 and 0 right now. All right? That's uh, slim, the Slim Reaper. The Dubs. Does that help you out? Yes. Golden State. He ain't going to the Clippers or the Lakers. This is fake news is what this is. All right? And I'll tell you why. Number one, LeBron James, they're going to have to rewrite the dictionary. He is a classic front runner. That's LeBron's happy place. Going to Los Angeles, either the Lakers or the Clippers, would be totally out of character. It would be un-LeBron-like to do something like that. Unless the player that likes to be described as King James is trying to put basketball secondary, right, focus on this Hollywood nonsense and produce a bunch of movies. He's doing some of that anyway. But the Lakers are not going to be world beaters with Paul George and LeBron James, they still won't be that good. The Clippers would would be a better team than the Lakers uh, with that quartet. But by the time LeBron James is a free agent after next season, he's going to be 33 years old. And with all those extra playoff games, you must measure LeBron in dog years. And in dog years, LeBron James will be 145 years old. 
So do you want to sign a guy that's 145 years old and say, all right, we're going to win a bunch of championships with this guy? And Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, they are all getting older. You're getting older. I'm getting older. But especially in the basketball context, and that would be the, the modern version. You put Wade, Paul, and Anthony and LeBron together as they're in their mid-30s. That's the over-the-hill gang NBA style. Right? Your prime athletic prime is 27 or 28 to 32. And then after that, it's a slow de- decline for a couple of years. And you hit about 35 as, as a professional athlete. The data says that you go way down. And as much as I would love to see Clipper world domination, and I look forward to that day when that takes place, those old geezers would not be the favorites to win a championship. It's not going to happen. And, and number two, LeBron owns the Eastern Conference. He, we, you know it. We watched these basketball games for years. We watched LeBron James. He enjoys feasting on the hostess schedule. It is a bunch of lightweights and deadbeats that reside in the Eastern Conference, and he's got his way. You can use a butter knife uh, when you've got LeBron and go through the Eastern Conference. You put the Bucks, Pacers, Raptors, Wizards, Hawks, and, and all the rest into a, a giant basket, and essentially you've got Twinkies, cupcakes, ding dongs. You got a few zingers there. Is that a Susie Q over there? I think that's a Susie Q over there. Is that the box? Are they the Susie Qs? Garbage. The, the the biggest concern for LeBron is like, am I going to get diabetes from eating all these sugary sweets, all this goodness in the Eastern Conference, all these soft teams? It is fair to say that is not exactly a grueling situation. But maybe in LeBron's head, it is a grueling situation, right? Uh, Here's LeBron addressing whether uh, he's going to stay long-term in Cleveland. What are his plans here? Have you kind of recalibrated how long you want to stay around? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel good. I feel pretty good with my game is right now. You know, but I don't know. You know, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, how long I want to stay around. You know, I definitely want to compete. I want to compete for championships every year, and uh, we'll see what happens. He's leaving Cleveland, but he is not going to Los Angeles. That, that's, that's LeBron with that passive-aggressive, that classic vintage passive-aggressive commentary from LeBron. I'm going to help you out here. Bottom line on this. LeBron, when he leaves the Cavaliers again, I will tell you where he is going to go. And before I tell you, let me remind you, I am a distant relative of the great Nostradamus. I have ability to soothsay. I can foreshadow major events. It's a gift I have. And I'm not exactly the, the sports astrologist that has been taking over the show the last couple of weeks here. But if and when LeBron James says, see you later, arrivederci, adios, goodbye to Northern Ohio again, He is going to stay in the Eastern Conference. Now, I have circled one team in particular. You want to take a guess which team LeBron's going to go to? What do you think? All right. No, it's not the the Celtics. It's wrong. No, not the Knicks. Not. Oh, Chicago. No, he's not going to Chicago. Stop, boss. Not going to happen. If LeBron leaves Cleveland, he's staying in the East. He's going to the Miami Heat. He's going back. Back to Miami. Back to South Beach. Uh-oh. All right? Why not? Now, there is some bad blood with Pat Riley. They have to work that out. But they, they're they all grown-ups, kind of. They play basketball for a living. But they can figure it out. 
He's comfortable there, has a pretty good relationship with Eric Spolstra by most accounts. The Heat are trending upwards. They have some young players on the roster that are pretty good players, specifically Hassan Whiteside. But the whole point of LeBron going back to Miami is to bring some buddies along with him. So you have Hassan Whiteside as a centerpiece, and he's been very effective for the last couple of years. You put LeBron there, you get a couple of other players around LeBron, and voila, you have the ingredients to then recreate what they had before in Miami with some different names and some different faces. You stay away from the big, bad boogeyman, the Golden State Warriors who are in the Western Conference. You enjoy the 80-degree weather in Miami again, and you are set up. That's where he's going to end up. All right, it's the Ben Mather Show on Fox. We will open the Fox phone lines. The reason we will open the Fox phone lines is because they ask us to open the Fox phone lines. So if you know the number, you are welcome to be part of the show. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie is hanging out. He's somewhere in the in the building. I'm right here in my usual spot at the uh, the news desk. The news desk. Here at Fox Sports Radio. When news breaks. Yeah. When someone dies or gets arrested, I'm yes. here to cover it. When uh, something tragic happens right, overnight. Right, When someone's or, laying. Or there's something going on in Europe that we're mildly interested in. When someone's laying in a gutter in, uh, you know, in Manhattan in the middle of the night or your favorite NBA player is uh, doing a catwalk outside a precinct in Manhattan, we are there. That's right. That's right. We, we have you covered here. Uh, very competitive hockey game, Eddie, I got to tell you. The NHL, these playoffs have been great. Very well, the playoffs have been great. The finals uh, have not I, been great. That was a, a tremendously thrilling competition, Eddie. Well, Ben, the score was not indicative of the game. It not was actually all. worse. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was horrible. It was 5-0 uh, uh, when I uh, flipped it on there in the second period. Horrible, then, uh, horrible. It was really bad. Yeah, but Charles Barkley was there. He <laughs> I was. wanted to turn it off, but I couldn't because I do a podcast and I wanted to make sure, you know, something happens at the end. You know, somebody yeah. punches somebody in the face. I got to be there to, to see it. So You wanted to, to witness, to be. <laughs> A witness to the uh, dramatics there. Yeah, just in case, you know, you got to watch. So then then Nashville will come back and they will win game six. And then I believe so, yes. The Penguins will then win game seven, 12 to nothing. Will be the final. Hopefully not, but that's the way it looks like. Yes, the home team's won every game so far. (laughs) And uh, pretty much. The home team has dominated every game so far. Yeah. So I saw the uh, the catfish returning. Right, it was always uh, always nice. Yeah, not as big a deal this time around. But yes, no one got cat, arrested. The catfish was there, charged with a federal offense. Yeah. It was it was somewhat amusing that yeah. uh, they were showing uh, shots of the watch party out there in Nashville, oh, which yeah. uh, which dwindled quickly. I saw, but, uh, but some were, people were, were like, nine... "Oh, Nashville, you're not so great now." Every team's fans in the league oh, would have exactly. left at that point. Oh, Come on. yeah. What's you think Penguins point? fans wouldn't have left when yeah. it was 5 nothing? Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's ridiculous. Let's go get a drink. Yeah. It, I, I saw that photo going around. Several uh, friends of the show who are just listeners uh, sent me the photo who live in Nashville. Oh, they're all friends, yeah. They're, well, you know, radio friends. Yeah, in quotation friends. No, no, radio friends. We Hey, we every night we have a, a four-hour conversation, which they listen to for 20 minutes. But, we, you know, we, uh, we listen, you know, we talk. I talk. They don't talk to me. It's great. We have a perfect relationship. I talk to you, you don't talk back. This is a wonderful relationship that we have. But I saw the photo of the Nashville uh, scene there, where there, and there, I counted nine people sitting in like uh, beach chairs, you know, not sitting out there. And, uh, yeah, God bless those nine people. They had nothing else to do in their lives, apparently. Yeah. But the whole point of going to something like that is to be part of a social, you know, feel the energy. 
There's right. no juice. Right. What's the point of staying there? Leave. No point. Listen to it on the radio by yourself. If you're there, if you're there at the end of that game, you have nothing better to do in your life. <laughs> six, apparently, six or, nothing. Now, what maybe would, you don't like your your wife or husband. You don't want to go home. I don't know. What would the NFL equivalent of that be? Like the NFL of a six nothing. Yeah, would that be like uh, forty when, something to nothing in the something in the forties? Remember when the Broncos lost the Super Bowl? Didn't they give up like fifty five points yes, they or did. something in one yes, year? They did. And Coop knows that very well. He just squirmed oh, in his 50, chair a little The bit. 49ers beat you know the what, Broncos. Ben, what? That was uncalled for. It's unnecessary. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to compare it to something. I remember. Yeah, how, con- I remember. <laughs> how convenient. <laughs> you, know, you weren't even alive probably at that point. What are you talking about, Coop? Was- You're talking about the 49ers one? Yeah, it was 55 to 10. Oh, see, I mean, you you were could have been talking about the Seahawks. Oh, the Redskins <laughs> one? Or, or, or the other yeah, one. Or well, the Redskins that was, one. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, they had the lead, though, in that one. Well, wasn't the C, the 49er Bronco one, was that the biggest margin in a Super Bowl? It was 45 That was at the Rose points. Bowl, wasn't it? No, no it was the in the Superdome in New Orleans. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I was <laughs> off on that. All right, anyway, it's so, yeah, 55 to 10. Yeah, very competitive, you know, kind of like that game. That was back when Pat Summerall and John Madden were calling oh, NFL games. Days, yeah. Every old fart right now. So, I remember those guys. I remember those guys. They were great. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, Steph Curry is a lot of things, right? He's um, the golden boy of the NBA. Marketing loves him. Madison Avenue can't get enough of Steph Curry. He's doing a lot of commercials. He's got kids that are cuter than your kids, and they even get commercials. His wife gets a cooking show, the whole thing. It's his world, and we're all just passing through. Well, Steph Curry, after Kevin Durant hit a dagger three, that late-game three-pointer in northern Ohio the other night, Steph Curry did something that I did not notice. It went over my head. I'm ashamed to say that. I I did not. This would have been great content before, but I did not see it. But several of you said, hey, you idiot, why didn't you talk about this? And I was like, well, I didn't see it. I was looking at Durant. I wasn't looking at what Steph Curry was doing after Durant hit that three-pointer. Well, Steph Curry, and and the video, I've sent the video out, uh, the, the little clip on Twitter, you can see it. It's only four seconds. It won't take much of your time uh, at Ben Maller. But you can clearly see after the basket goes in from Kevin Durant, Steph Curry turns, starts to walk back down court, and then spreads his legs and kneels down in a defecation situation right there near the foul line in front of J.R. Smith. It's almost like he was a dog. And there was he wanted to put some feces right in front of J.R. Smith. It was uh, very graphic. Uh, there were children that there. That is a disgusting act. Exactly. Uh, so it seems pretty clear to me that <laughs> that this is what he did. I don't know how you can really yes. de- debate this. He but was dropping an, uh, a, deuce. a fake deuce yes, on Cleveland. he was dropping a deuce. So uh-huh. uh, we now present to you, Steph Curry was asked about this. And uh, he was asked whether or not he indeed uh, defecated, <laughs> you know, virtual defecation on the court. Here's what Steph Curry said. I really don't know what I did last night. Like, I, I saw it. No, I saw it. I just I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> um, and I even dropped my mouthpiece because I was so uncoordinated in that sense. So, that's what it is. It is what it is. Nah, no, no Randy Moss, none of that stuff. Uh, just having fun, I guess. There you go. Having fun. That was, was one of the rare times I would have liked to have heard the question. 
How was the question asked? Did yeah, you, did you fake yeah. poop on the court, yeah. Yeah. Steph? Well, he, he obviously did that. I mean, you saw it. Uh, he, he, he took a, he took he was, a dump he was right there. His hamstring, he was Oh, stop. He should have wiped when he got done, you know, and then flushed. That would have been even better. Like, do the fake TP thing, you know. Does who, he... who was the guy? Who was the NFL receiver who did that? He, like, pooped out the ball. You remember that? Oh, yeah. I don't remember the name, though. Well, if you know the name, uh, tell us the name. But, uh, yeah, very ra- Randy Moss-esque. Ernie saw the video. He says uh, Steph Curry was most certainly fake taking a deuce on the Cavs court like an animal marking its territory. It was a troll <laughs> deuce. <laughs> How much do you think he would have been fined if it was more obvious, if he did the wipe? Yeah. Will he get – I mean, obviously he was doing that, though, right? I mean, I was – Looking at it, I don't know. What else could he have been doing? Was he twerking? He wasn't twerking. He didn't shake his ass like a twerk. I've seen a twerk before. That wasn't a twerk. But there's enough room for reasonable doubt. There is no reasonable doubt. Coop, look at the video. I've analyzed this a Bruder film style frame by frame. Yeah, but he, he knows could what he's that doing. He was like, you know, stretching. You know, he wasn't like stre- a- Who stretches after a made basket? <laughs> You're supposed to run back down the court. That's what I, everyone, always, I always stretch after a made basket. I don't know what you're talking about. He was stretching. Yes, exactly. He decided, you know what? I'm going to take two steps, uh, or like a step and a half, and then right in front of J.R. Smith, who turned his head. He was so disgusted, J.R. Smith. He looked <laughs> I love at the how score. Ben has analyzed this. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have. He actually spent time I to have. do this. Like, and the funny thing is, like everyone else is like keeping an eye on the ball or walking back down the court for Golden State. Iguodala's going back. He said, get back on defense, get back on defense. And Clay Thompson's checking out the ball. And there's Steph Curry. He's like, all right, I got to drop a deuce right here, right here at the foul line. <laughs> it was Doug Baldwin, by the way. That uh, Thank you. Okay, the great Doug Baldwin. And he was fined for that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, if, if Roger Goodell was the NBA commissioner, then Steph Curry would be fined for doing what he did also. I, I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. I'm not doing this to rip Steph Curry. I, I thought it was wonderful. I wonder what Joe Buck thought of it, though. I wonder, where's our friend Joe? I wonder if he was offended by that. I was, I was looking for the cell, but I couldn't find oh, it. I couldn't find Damn it. Damn it. Uh, all right. That's all right. It's overnight. So if we were, you know, during the day, we would have had it. Uh, all right. Here's, let's go to the phones. And uh, that is the Steph Curry's tale. What's he going to do in the uh, game Friday night? Brandon says poop fest. Uh, L- lift up his leg like he's on the hydrant there. Maybe like urine. Yeah, you could do some urination. Uh, that would be the next layer, I guess. Yes. Uh. <laughs> All right, let's say hello to Martin is in Los Angeles on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Martin. Hey, Ben. Longtime listener, first time caller. Awesome. Uh, just wanted your thought on. The fact that Andrew Wiggins was traded for the Cavs a couple yeah. years ago for Kevin Love, and does that make a difference now and going forward for the Cavs for the next couple years? No. I'll take the answer. Oh, off the air. You are. You know all the radio cliches. Well, thank you for yeah. listening, Martin. I like yeah. that. You got all the good ones. First, a long-time listener, first-time caller, I'll take the answer off the air. That's like vintage 1987 talk radio is what that is. That's wonderful. Uh, but I will engage you because I'm easily uh, engaged with people like that. Uh, I will answer the question this way. Uh, that will do nothing negative long-term to the Cavaliers because LeBron James was the one that made that decision. LeBron decided he wanted Kevin Love instead of Andrew Wiggins. They won a championship with Kevin Love. Love has been garbage in this NBA Finals for the garbage. most part. Has not been 
nearly as effective as you would expect him to be overall, although compared to Tristan Thompson, he is a Hall of Famer Kevin Love in the NBA Finals. But uh, no, and, and plus, it's not like Andrew Wiggins has turned Minnesota into a winner. He's put up stats on a bad team. And so it hasn't translated. He hasn't exactly helped carry that franchise to even making the postseason. And they have. Not only do they have Wiggins, they've got Carl Anthony Towns, who we always fight to pick on our NBA Pick'em, our daily fantasy game, because of all the stats that Andrew Wiggins puts up on a uh, nightly basis. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. Uh, this guy Jay writes in and says this is definitely the Steph Curry video, definitely not newsworthy, but I understand talking about it when it's 3 nothing. Exactly, Jay. Exactly. And if, if this was an NBA Finals that was 2-1 to one right now in favor of Golden State, oh, we'd break down the X's and O's. It would be amazing. It might not be good, but it would be amazing. Uh, let's say hello to Joe who wants to add on. We'll get to Joe real quick. He wants to add on on Steph Curry. Joe, what's going on, man? Yeah, for an encore, Steph Curry's going to dry hump LeBron James' leg. Oh, that would be, well, that would be something. And, and, and then simulate finishing. Wow. Okay, thank you. Yes, all right. Virtually, of course. Wow. <laughs> uh, Mark checks in. Uh, Mark says, uh, definitely a poop. The towel boys sanitize the area during the following commercial break. Yeah. What do we call that move by Steph Curry? That looks third world to me. I've seen videos on YouTube of third world countries, and it, you know, people just walking down the street. I got to go. I'm going to go. Right You've seen videos on YouTube yes. of this? Yes, I have. You've not seen those in third world countries. People. How did. Well, how did. All right. What was you the, the search? In, what was all the right. search in YouTube that, that brought this up in your, your uh, computer? Well, I was watching a documentary about poverty or something like that. And they, they had mentioned, you know, one of the problems in third world countries is that people act like animals and they you know they have to go to the bathroom and here's just... video proof of that so i thought well i'm curious about this and, <laughs> and i typed a few words in once i got through all the porn i was able to find what i needed to find uh, and i uh it was uh, good giggity, yeah, giggity, I'm, giggity, uh, giggity. I'm all right i moved on from that very and, interesting uh, yeah yes well the, you can find anything on the internet Eddie. i'm sure and, you uh, can but... and i didn't have to go to the dark web for that i, I, I it was only on the regular internet i didn't have to, to cross over to the dark web uh, Ivanson writes in, says, Steph Curry is simply saying, Katie just blanked on LeBron. So that's the message there. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. First, let's say hello to Bob, who wants to break down and analyze the, what are we going to call it, the porta potty move, the... Uh, the virtual steaming dump that Steph Curry laid on the court there in Cleveland. What's going on, Bob? Hey, good hey, good morning, fellas. I tell you what, this is a whole new line of uh, sponsorships and endorsements. Uh, he can do the squatty potty and uh, <laughs> the uh, you know the moist wipes and yeah. uh, Sh- Charmin, and I mean it. It could be a whole new thing. That's true. And, and squatty potty does need someone to to step up and become the face of squatty potty that's uh that's, I, well, I would be willing to do that or or steph could just do porta potty commercials the porta potty well and yeah and see instead of doing the bible verse on the uh shoes he could do like silly little jokes like you know he who stand on toilet is high on pot 
See, Bob, that you should save that for Big Ben's lame jokes, which are coming up several hours from now. But that's quite. I right, thank you, Bob. That's uh, that's good. It's a pretty funny line. By the way, Ben, I was yes. at your favorite place, Costco, the other oh, day. Oh, I love Costco. I go and, there twice uh, a week. They they're selling these squatty potties two for one. Really? Yeah, great deal there. Do you need one? In? You uh, no, I don't. You do not. Just to have one as a conversation piece? No, I just I was walking down the aisles, just kind of scanning, seeing what you know. Wait, just because because you already have one? <laughs> oh no, I just noticed. Well, then how do you know you don't need one? Yeah, Eddie? Maybe you need one you're because getting, you're when older, I go to the bathroom, coop, it, it just comes out just. Perfectly. You don't know that you need one until you have one. No, I don't. Need right, now, can you cr- can you recreate the squatty potty? If you if you twist your legs a certain way, could you create the magic? Well, I actually have heard the commercials many times, but I never the, even knew exactly best, what it was. And basically, you just your put, you put your feet up on something. Yeah. So why would you? Couldn't you just get like I don't know some couple of bricks or something? Put your feet up on that, right? I guess. Uh, I, I don't know the you know, the mechanics, the inner workings of the squatty potty, but it's uh, wonderful. So, Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Enzo, who is a puppet of Koopa Loop, says uh, he gives me a 5% chance to win Mallard of the third degree, but it has a 100% chance of being great, and I know that I am going to win. Uh, here we go. What do we have, Koopa Loop? Now, Fred Hoidberg has recently been linked to the vacant Ohio State job, and now we're hearing reports that uh, the job has been offered to Creighton's Greg McDermott. But uh, Hoidberg spoke on Wednesday and said that he has no intention of leaving the Bulls. Now, Ben, the Bulls barely made it to the playoffs and in the much easier Eastern Conference. Yeah. Do you think you'd be better off going after a job like the Ohio State job? Well, my advice as a consultant to all of these coaches and players, it is essential that Fred Hoiberg listen. You got to listen. I'll tell you why. First of all, this is a classic leverage situation. You don't turn a blind eye to a bargaining chip. And Fred Hoiberg, listen, here's the, here's the way I'll, I'll approach this. Coaching in the NBA, is that better than college? Yes, absolutely. Without a doubt, it's better to be in the NBA. You don't have to worry about the NCAA's draconian rules and the lie that is amateurism. Nevertheless, money is money, right? That's a great bumper sticker. Money is money. And if Ohio State, gives you a blank check, you follow the paper to Columbus, Ohio, and you say, yes, sign me up. And secondly, Chicago, they're treading water right now. They made the playoffs, but they didn't have a great year. They're in the deep end of mediocrity in the NBA Eastern Conference. The word is that Jimmy Butler, the headliner, is not exactly thrilled with everyone in Chicago, which means sooner than later he's going to say hasta la vista the Bulls. So if I'm the head coach, Fred Hoiberg, I know that eventually, sooner than later, I'm going to be collateral damage. So I need to be proactive in this. And you can be ahead of the firing squad with the Bulls by going to Ohio State. He's been a college coach before at Iowa State. Uh, and I think you definitely do it. Uh, next. Now, Odell Beckham has been a noticeable uh, absence from the Giants' OTAs. And recent reports suggest that his absence is directly related to his desire for a new deal. 
Now, a lot of people are nervous that this is when the drama is going to blow up with a uh, contract dispute. Ben, how do you think that this uh, standoff will end? Well, Beckham's going to get paid. It's not a matter of, like, him having to wait a long time. It's going to happen soon, sooner than later. Uh, Beckham's going to win the New York State lottery, right? And a couple things. One, Odell Beckham has sustained elite performance. Now, most of it's during the regular season. He sucked in the playoff game against the Packers last year. But more importantly, and this is why he's going to get paid, Beckham, he is the biggest sports star in the New York market today. Can you find a name bigger than Odell Beckham among the New York sports teams? they got a billion teams that play in the New York market. And that means something. It means a lot uh, right now because you got the Yankees and the Knicks and all these other teams, and he's the biggest star among all those teams in the New York market. And number two, the Giants, they can drag their feet for a while because they have Odell Beckham for as many as four more years at a bargain rate. But they're not going to do that because the pushback from the New York Giant fan is going to drive the market here, and Beckham's going to get a contract that breaks the piggy bank. And I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Odell Beckham sets a new standard. The bar is raised up, and he shatters the record. Calvin Johnson, Megatron, signed that silly contract, which was great for him, uh, but silly when you think about it, for a receiver with the Lions years back. I think it was like 110 or $115 million or something like that. I would expect Beckham to be in that range and higher than the the contract for Megatron. And it's going to happen, uh, again, sooner than later. Next! Now, yesterday, Ben, you talked about the tweet that uh, J.R. Smith supposedly did not send out right after uh, the Game 3 Should, loss. Shouldn't someone tell J.R. that you only deny a tweet if it's, like, amazingly offensive and can get you fired? <laughs> exactly. Right? Not, not something that, that's actually a good thing. Anyway, all right. Right. Well, so yeah. he, he tweeted out Cavs and seven and subsequently yeah. deleted it. And it got me to thinking, Ben, have yes. you ever had to delete a tweet? Uh, yes, I, I actually have. Uh, it's a very complicated answer, though. It's a very complicated answer. And I'll give you the short version because I don't want to bore you listening. Uh, here's the way I'll answer it. First of all, legally, I had an employer one time that kind of pushed me to that direction. Uh, but I want to be clear here. They can't mandate that you delete a tweet unless it's written into your contract. And the language I have in my contract protects me from that uh, here and other places I work and have worked. Uh, and I worked for someone a long time ago, Coop, many, many years ago, that got upset with something that I had sent out. And they were bothered with this, and there was a lot of blowback, and the Mr. Softy types took offense to something that I had said on on Twitter. And so I was strong-armed, if you will, to remove that message from social media. Uh, And ultimately, it was my decision. I was told I didn't have to do it. I felt the ramifications of me not deleting it uh, were not worth me leaving it up. Uh, So I did. I did. Uh, I'm not proud of it. I wish I hadn't done it, but uh, but I did. Uh, And and B, now, speaking of deleted tweets, Coop, because I think this kind of ties into the Jerry Remy story. You saw Remy, the Red Sox broadcaster, had to apologize on television for an opinion. He gave a forced apology on the Red Sox-Yankees game the other night. And my my thoughts on these apologies, he was he said something about translators. He didn't like. He thought it was stupid and silly. He did sound a little uh, 
Oh, stop. I don't know. Oh, stop. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, don't get me started. Anyway, so it's kind of like a deleted tweet, what Jerry Remy said, right? And my, my thought on apology, in general, apologies for an opinion are a waste of time. Why are they a waste of time? Because the people that are offended, when you apologize, they know you're not sincere, right? They know your apology is is not, you're being forced to apology, uh, apologize, so they don't take it seriously. And then those that were not offended, that agree with your position, think you are a giant weenie for apologizing. So everyone ends up hating you when you apologize. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree, how did we do? You passed this edition. That's a win in your face, Enzo! 5% chance, and I won! I won for the people! I'm a man of the people, and I won the game! I won the game, Enzo! Just to be clear, this is again me showing that I am the more oh, honorable person. Stop trying and to get it. Oh, I will not uh, uh, use your past stop. transgressions. Oh, you do all the time. What are you talking about? That's Coop trying to get some Twitter applause is what he's doing. He's, he, wants, he wants the Koopa Loops on Twitter to reach out to him is what he wants. I can't help if people find me fair and honorable. <laughs> stop. You were born a liar. What are you talking about? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right. So if you look at Major League Baseball right now, the overall picture, the Houston Astros are the toast of baseball. The Strohs are four games better then any other team, the Nationals are next, and then there's a bunch of teams bunched up, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, Yankees and Dodgers are all lurking in the shadows trying to catch the Houston Astros for the top record in baseball. So I bring this up because the Chicago Cubs, who were the toast of Major League Baseball last year, are 12 games off the pace. They're a game above 500. the World champions are dealing with a whole different set of issues this year. And not only do they have a very mediocre baseball team based on results, you can also add now off-the-field drama to the picture, story that's been making the rounds here. The shortstop Addison Russell has been accused of committing domestic violence Against his wife. Now, the story came out this week. Russell has denied the charges. So he has said, hey, he didn't do it. Uh, Major League Baseball is snooping around. Their investigative arm is doing what they're supposed to do. They are lurking. And they are looking at uh, Addison Russell. And, and they're getting in his business. So I wanted to talk about this, a developing story. Now, you do not need to use Russian or North Korean hackers to get evidence. All you have to do is just go to social media. This is not going to be a hard case to investigate, at least at the beginning of it, because in a post on Instagram, Addison Russell's wife, a woman named Melissa, accused her husband of not only cheating on her, but implied that the couple would be breaking up. But that's just the beginning of it, right? That's just the beginning. A friend of Addison's wife, claimed on social media that the Chicago Cubs shortstop, that his wife had been mentally and physically abused by him, right? By him. So there's a lot to discuss here. But let's start with this. Let's start with this. For the 
for both Addison Russell and for the Cubs, how bad a situation is. Well, it has the ability to be a franchise-altering situation. And we don't have much evidence. You can post anything you want on social media. And those are some very serious allegations that were thrown out. But a couple of thoughts. First of all, Addison Russell, if he did it, and he goes without saying, right, we always say the same thing. It's cliche, you know, prosecuted to the the fullest extent of the law if he did something horrific here. But the reality is that even if he did something, he'll get a slap on the wrist, and even if he's guilty. But we don't know if anything actually happened. Could Addison Russell have gone Ray Rice, Joe Mixon, and Greg Hardy? Yeah, could have done that. But it's also possible that he concocted, or she concocted, the the wife concocted the story about the physical abuse because she's trying to get back at Addison Russell for cheating on her. Right? But it it that part of it will be determined by those that will ask a lot of questions and the skeptics that will get in there. But I've learned over the years that it does not matter whether Addison Russell actually did the crime that he's being accused of on the Internet. Because in the court of public opinion, he is guilty. Without evidence, without any kind of charges, Addison Russell, his career uh, has been altered because of this popping up. Now, why do I say that? Uh, Addison Russell is going to be branded a woman beater even if he didn't do it. Now, he might have done it again. We don't know. We're, We're going off what we do know, and we're speculating on the rest of it. But that's how it works. And, I, and my evidence on that is Araldus Chapman, who got that treatment even though he was never charged with an incident that happened in Florida a couple of years back when he was playing for the Cincinnati Reds. And in that particular case, people read the headlines. They went nuts. Uh, the police said there was, not, there was not enough evidence. There was insufficient evidence to charge Araldus Chapman. Uh, They closed the investigation because of conflicting stories, the lack of cooperation from witnesses, and there was, most importantly, no physical uh, evidence to back up the claims. Now, Major League Baseball suspended Chapman for 30 games. You might remember that. It was with the Yankees at the time. But they didn't suspend him for domestic violence. That was what got reported by many of the, well, supposed journalists who didn't actually pay attention to that particular story. Chapman was not suspended 30 games for domestic violence. He was false. That was falsely reported by the mainstream media. Major League Baseball suspended Araldus Chapman for firing guns off on his property, not for abusing a woman. And you will not see, you can go back and look, you can Google it, but you will not see, I challenge you to find it, you, you will not see the term in an actual Major League Baseball press release talking about that suspension. They didn't use the term domestic violence. They didn't use the term abuse. They didn't use the term choking. Uh, they wouldn't even mention girlfriend in any of the press release uh, that came out from Major League Baseball in 2016 from that suspension. Baseball in that case, and that ties into Addison Russell, I'll get to that in a minute, but baseball simply used the domestic violence rules to camouflage and make it seem like they were you know, throwing the hammer down on Chapman. And the thing about it, that the whole gun thing, in, in the state of Florida, it's not illegal to discharge a weapon on private property. And that's why Chapman was not brought up on some kind of weapon charges. So how does this relate to Addison Russell? It means even without evidence, without overwhelming evidence, Major League Baseball will 
will still look to suspend Addison Russell. As I mentioned, he'll be branded. He'll be branded as someone that has abused women, whether he didn't or actually didn't do that. Uh, here is Joe Madden, the great deep thinker, the hippie of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Joe Madden. Well, he's got to walk on eggshells, right? Because usually a manager wants to just protect their player, and you're going to always be in the player's corner. But Joe Madden can't do that because if he protects the player too much, and it turns out that Addison Russell, you know, is beating up women, and then the Madden that tape will come back and haunt Joe Madden. So let's hear how Madden handles this as a diplomat. I don't react because I don't know anything yet. I mean, I'm I'm really um, I'm a person that I I like to believe I listen without judgment. I try not to jump to conclusions. Um, I think I've learned that. So in a situation like this, where it's very easy to be accusatory. I choose not to be. I choose to listen. And I don't make up my mind about anything until I've gathered all the facts. So that's where I'm at with this. I don't know enough uh, to know one way or another how I feel about it, except that uh, just keep an open mind, listen to what's going on, and then make my make our determinations. So in other words, uh, Joe Madden had no comment. Uh, and that's pretty much, he danced around it, right? Madden had nothing to say. Uh, and, and not to burst his bubble here, and I, I like Joe Madden. Uh, well, not, he's kind of annoyed me lately, but I, when he was with the Angels for years, and I used to be at these, those games in Anaheim, uh, and he was like the interim manager. They went to him a couple times. Uh, he, was, he was always a cool guy, but he, he he's a big believer in Joe Madden at this point. But everyone's bias. You're bias. I'm bias. There's no no one. You know, we're, we're all, we all are biased by our life experience and our thoughts to those around us, our environment. Uh, so come on. Let's not uh, pretend that we're not we're not influenced in one direction or another. All right, uh, the last thing on this, uh, the the talk needs to slow down. It has a little bit on that burgeoning Cub dynasty, because on the field the Cubs are, as I mentioned, a garden variety team in a very eh, NL Central. Now you have Addison Russell, who may or may not be in a lot of trouble, and he's. 23 years old. He's now fighting for his reputation. He's also having a dog meat season on the field. And we know we know he hasn't hit anything at Wrigley Field. He's batting 209 with the Cubs this year. And that makes him look like Sammy Sosa next to Kyle Schwarber, who's a 175 hitter. And he's got a 381 slugging percentage for the Cubs. That was going into the game with the Rockies. Uh, last night. So not all is uh, smelling so good at the friendly confines. We'll see what Joe Madden does to tap dance around this. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We'd love to get your thoughts on that. You can join the conversation. You know the number. Get at us on social media as well, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller, and our Facebook page, is Ben Maller Show. And don't forget the podcast. I haven't promoted it as much. The podcast is there. It's a great way to listen. Uh, we like to think of this show as like a fraternity. And those of us that do the third shift and work these hours, these are very, uh, very tough hours to adjust to it because most of the world is designed for people that work those regular hours. So we like to say, hey, you're a, you're a listener for life when you listen to the show because a lot of times people will work the third shift for a couple of years, and then they'll, they'll maybe deliver the newspaper or they'll get a job part-time to make some extra money a couple of days a week working the third shift, and then they'll go back to those regular daytime hours. And I'm, I'm so happy. Every time I hear from someone that listens to the podcast that used to listen to the old weekend show that we did a long time ago or 
uh, or the original version, the, old, the original show, The Third Shift on Fox that we did back uh, almost 10 years ago now, and, and, and all that. And, and they still listen. They just can't listen live, but they listen to the podcast. That's awesome. I love that. That fires me up. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie is alongside as we continue. That podcast is available on iTunes and all the places you can get a podcast. And for our friends on satellite radio, which probably can't hear us right now because we've probably been covered up by soccer or something like that, but we are on still, uh, iHeartRadio is the fallback option. It's it's yeah. sometimes an option. There are many different uh, ways. I mean, you could try one. If that doesn't work, you can try yeah. another and then try another. I mean, there's, yeah. there's no excuse for not finding a place to listen well, to the show. available. And the one thing I can assure you, some some people think, because like, occasionally there's a, a sporting, like a soccer game in you know, North or South. Is it, oh, is it we're, South still or, we're still on. We're still on, on oh, Sirius uh, XM. Right, no good. soccer. Woo-hoo! We're soccer free. All right. You know, even if you listen live to the show... Download the podcast anyway. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And the main reason I will tell you to download the podcast is because it really upsets people that have uh, a corner office up. And there's a big ivory tower right near our, our building. Uh, the commoners work down here on the ground floor. But upstairs, there are, there are amazingly powerful people in broadcasting that look at the data from the podcast and cannot figure out why those numbers are where they are. And so, yeah, that does annoy them. It doesn't know it. All right, so I have I have a fun stat for you. We love fun stats. I believe there have been uh, 350 series where a team has led three to nothing. How many of those teams have blown a three nothing? This is all North American sports, major North American sports. So we're talking hockey, basketball, baseball. Obviously, football wouldn't apply because you know, we don't have series. All right, so how many do you think? Um, well, it's, I think it's definitely less than 10. Okay, you are correct. But what do you, what's your number? Uh, I'm going to go five. Got it right, you jackass. <laughs> Teams that trail 3 nothing in a postseason series among our favorite sports leagues here in America are 5 and 345. And it's about to be 5 and 346 after the Golden State Warriors depose and dispose of the Cleveland Cavaliers in the game tonight, uh, which is uh, any chance the Cavs win. No. I'll give the Cavs this. I The Cavs will likely come out. Here's the way I, I foreshadow tonight's game. Cavs will come out. They'll try to punch back at Golden State. Right? They'll hang around for about a half, and then the ambush will take place. And once, once it starts going bad, now I think it's going to happen in the third quarter when it's going to go bad. That's that's the way I'm reading the tea leaves here. But if it goes bad prior to that, uh, then then we're talking 30, 40 point win. Now I'd really like, I'd really love for Cleveland to not roll over and get in the fetal position and start sucking their thumb, because if Cleveland does win, uh, I I will be very pleased. I won't have to give out all these golden tickets. Uh, Johnny, that guy Johnny, won't come in here with his family. I I vision Johnny like driving down in a Winnebago with like his extended like third cousins coming in here and hanging out with us. They could park right out here in front of the studio. Yeah, We're right here on the road. Be right great. Here on the street. Yes, I mean we'll he, we'll meet like generations of Johnny's family. We'll see the whole family tree. You won't have to go to that uh, that website where they track your family history. You can just go and John, we'll meet all of them. We got to do that if the Warriors win tonight. That's that's what's on the line. 
By the way, the breakdown yes. of that that five, is it four hockey, one baseball? Is that the breakdown of that? Do you know? I don't have the breakdown. In, I'll, I'll try to get you the breakdown. Yeah, there've been it's happened more in hockey than anything. Right. right? Yeah. In in baseball, it's only happened with the with the Red Sox, right? right? That's right. it in yeah. baseball. Yeah. And in has it I, has I don't it think it's ever, I don't think it's ever happened in basketball. Okay. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. And these are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners like yourself. Before we get started on this edition of Big Ben's Lame Jokes, a disclaimer. The Ben Maller Show and Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week occasionally contain rather odd-sounding language, which may be unsuitable for children who shouldn't be listening to a sports radio show at after 4.30 in the morning. Now, there is unusual humor as well, which may be unsuitable if you are a uh, Mr. Softy adult or a Mrs. Softy. All right. There's also some advanced nuance to these jokes, which may go right over your head, especially if you're lacking a funny bone. So if you are easily offended, I ask you to please turn the volume down for the rest of the hour. So we don't want you to be triggered here and get into a, a ball of rage. Okay? You understand that? All right, I'll give you a second. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Okay. Good to go now. Disclaimer has been read. And to bat lead off on Big Ben's lame jokes of the week, the dancing man, Serious Sean. Hey, Ben. Say hi to my Periscope viewers here. They're watching me do this thing. Hello, Periscope. Oh, we're, we're live all over the world. Sean is a uh, well, very well-known celebrity. He's been in our studio dancing before. Give us the joke, Sean, and hello to Periscope. All righty, here we go. Um, what kind of plant grows on your hand? What kind of plant grows on your hand? Uh, I, I don't know. A palm tree. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you, Sean. Get back to your Periscope audience. Uh, thank you for that. Okay. It's uh, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Now, the, the mechanics behind this, I will read the joke. And these are all jokes sent in by listeners like yourself. And my email address is Show at gmail. So if you want to send a joke in, it's Show at gmail. So I'll read the joke at the beginning of it. We do Q&A jokes. That works best for our format. I'll bounce the joke off Eddie. He's known as the punchline assassin. So he might screw some of these things up. But then he'll bounce it back to me. I'll give you the punchline. That's where Nick Wright comes in, who's in for Danny G. And Nick Wright, if a joke is funny... You'll hear this, in his opinion. Uh, if it's not funny, you'll hear this, again, in his opinion. And if a joke could go either way, it is kind of hanging around there, and there's that gray area, that's up to you to decide. Here's your, your sign on that. Pity the fool that doesn't give me my burrito. Yeah, of course. Everyone wants their burrito. Coop's got his offensive jokes of the week. That's why we read the disclaimer. Here we go. Uh, New York City mobsters were indicted for trafficking stolen chocolate, Eddie. Stolen chocolate, you say? Yeah. Okay. Police became aware of it because they had more takeaways than the Jets. <laughs> oh. All right, thank you. Thank oh, you, uh, Nick. 
That was good. <laughs> Stop that. Stop that. Ed. Don't try to influence Nick. He's right. Nick it's, it's is right. Good. The man's always That's right. His name. All right. Uh, why does Donald Trump have bad hair? Uh, I don't know. Why does Donald Trump have bad hair? Well, he fired his Comey. <laughs> <laughs> he fired his Comey a long time ago. I understand that. All right. Uh, yeah. Did that go over his Comey? You think that went over? All right. Uh, moving on. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Here's one from the Sod Father in Chicago. He's a big fan of yours, Eddie. So he said he wanted me to say, "Go King Eddie." Uh, why were the teachers' eyes crossed? Why were the teachers? I don't know, Ben. Why were the teachers' eyes crossed? So she could uh, she could not control her pupils. Yeah, that's, a, that's a serious Sean joke right there. Yeah, well, my delivery could have been uh, better on that. It was, uh... All right, uh, moving on. Uh, do you know what the best thing about the Ben Maller show being on satellite radio is? No, Ben, what is the best thing about this show being on satellite radio? Those pitiful soccer fans finally have a way to keep up with their sport. See, I pity the fool that doesn't give me my burrito. It's from Hillbilly Mike, friend of President Obama. Yeah. All right. Uh, very good. So I think uh, punching a joke at us here. We're always covered up by soccer lately. Uh, do you know what happens when you put a giant or put a uh, giant tampon string on? I, I certainly don't. Maybe Coop does, though. A producer gets his wings. <laughs> right. Wait, but. All right. Just go with it. All right. <laughs> I don't. That was from Josh. I probably butchered it. Uh, Coop, you got anything to start off here? Any lead off jokes, Coop? What do you call a football team with two nuns and a sorority girl? <sighs> okay. I don't know. Two tight ends and a wide receiver. <laughs> uh, how do crazy people go through the forest? I don't know. How do crazy people go through the forest? They take the psychopath. That's what they do. Oh, jeez. I thought that was going to be better. All right. That's from uh, the sod father again. He says a lot of these jokes. Uh, what's the hardest thing about learning to ride a bike? I don't know, Ben. What's the hardest thing about learning to ride a bike? The pavement. That's the hardest thing. Don't worry that's about true. That. That's from the sod father. Uh, Derek Fisher flipped his car on the 101 freeway and uh, right across from our studio yeah. here earlier this weekend. I, I know, I know. Police said he was actually just trying to avoid a charge. See, I pity the fool that doesn't give me my burrito. Oh, come on, you guys. You're <laughs> famous for that with the Lakers. What's wrong with you guys? You've lost your way. It's Big Ben's Lame Jokes. Let me pause for the cause right now. We got a bunch. Those are just the appetizing jokes. Mildly appetizing. I have like three pages of these things that you guys have sent in. We'll get to the rest of Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. We'll get to that, and we'll do it next. Mr. Nice Guy says, I am offended by the disclaimer. I demand there is there will be a disclaimer warning us that you're about to give a disclaimer. All right, Mr. Nice Guy, here's the warning. Uh, I'm about to give a disclaimer. Uh, the disclaimer is this. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week, occasionally, occasionally offensive, mildly offensive. If you're a delicate flower, they're offensive. So listen, uh, if you're easily offended, you turn the volume down for the next couple of minutes, you will not be set into an, a state of immense anger and pain. Let's get back to it. Here we go. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. What is? What was the most exciting part of Maller's Mountain of Money this week? Uh, I don't know, Ben. What is the most exciting part about Maller's Mountain of Money this week? When it was over. Uh, that's from Jimmy the Geek in <laughs> Columbus, was very Ohio. Uh, Chipotle restaurant raided after employees uh, sold drugs to undercover cops, Eddie. Uh-oh. Yeah, it turns out they, uh, they took McDonald's Happy Meal to the next level. 
Yeah, I pity the fool that doesn't give me my burrito. It's from Mike yeah, in Wisconsin. A uh, Studies show that too much exercise is bad for your gut, Eddie. <laughs> really? Yeah, the study was paid for by five guys, McDonald's, and KFC. Mm. <laughs> a guy named Bartolo's mm. belly. A revolting river of sewage is flowing down a New York City street. It's been, been that way for years, Eddie. Well, that doesn't sound good. In a related note, the line revolting river of sewage is the new New York or Brooklyn Nets marketing slogan. Uh, what's Bartolo Colon's there we go. beverage of choice at a restaurant? What is Bartolo Colon's beverage of choice at a restaurant? I don't know, Ben. Gravy. <laughs> there we go. There is Bartolo's always, always when, good. When in doubt, go for a Bartolo Cologne of that. That was from our friend Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Thank you for that, Eek. We appreciate that. Uh, Peacock destroyed $500 worth of booze at a Southern California liquor store this week. A peacock? Yes, a peacock. Huh. Uh, a Johnny Manziel is calling for a nine days of mourning. I pity the fool that doesn't give me my burrito. Uh, Miguel in El Paso. Coop, what do you got for us? It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Why does a prostitute make more money than a drug dealer? Why? Why does a prostitute? Yeah, why does a prostitute make more money than a drug dealer? Uh, I don't know. Prostitute washes her crack and sells it again. (laughs) That's from Steven. I heard Nick giggle. That was Nick. Yeah, Nick liked it. Yeah. That wasn't me. Come on. Uh, Massachusetts Medical Pot. That'll get Coop's attention. Yeah. A uh, medical pot dispensary in Massachusetts is selling marijuana pizza. Ooh. Yeah. Brings new meaning to the term take and bake. Some <laughs> <laughs> Dave in Denver who sent that one in. Well, cocaine was found in a vending machine, uh, sold the toys, uh, you know, toys uh, for children at an L.A. restaurant at Vending wow, machine. That's interesting. Yeah, and a related note, Michael Urban says his new toy business is going very well. It's <laughs> from uh, Daryl in Toledo. Why did LeBron James skip college? I don't know, Ben. Why did LeBron James skip college? He didn't want to show up for the finals. See, I pity the fool that doesn't give me my burrito. Man, it would tough. be better if they didn't win last year, but uh, yes. Smoke this year. Uh, what what does the Ben Maller show and a hot girl across the bar from you have in common? Uh, I don't know, Ben. What do those things have in common? Both of them will never give you their phone number. <laughs> That's from Haas in Denver. I got two options. I got to do the closer. Which one yeah. am I going to use here as the closer? Uh, what does an old Fox Sports Radio computer monitor and Pat huh. O'Brien have in common? Old computer monitor and P.O.B. What do they have in common? Both were abused by too many celebrities, and neither one works anymore. (laughs) There it is. Thank you, Gordon in Tacoma. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Let's get to it. Here we go. Hooray for Hollywood. And the Coop Scoop on entertainment, the latest dirt. From Tinseltown with the Koopa Loop. Thank you, Ben. And uh, due to consistent complaints from Eddie Garcia, I will be starting off All right. at the movie theater. Yes. Hey, I, I dodged having to see Wonder Woman, Coop. Nice. My, uh, my wife went while I was on the air last Sunday, so I got to avoid that. I was Good happy save. about that. Yeah. Good save. All right. Uh, coming out this weekend, today, actually, Friday, June 9th, is The Mummy. 
Now, if you enjoy a Tom Cruise action film, then this will be uh, this will be right up your alley. What if I don't? Then I expect you will probably hate it. It's probably not a great film, but yeah. I saw the previews and it does look like it has a lot of jaw-dropping visual effects. So, you know, if you're into that, you could probably ignore what's bound to be terrible dialogue. And uh, yeah. still find some enjoyment in this, now, in this movie. Way to now, sell you, the movie, Coop. It's probably bad. That's do you guys good. know if it's true? It seems like this would be true. That the reason they crank out a mummy movie or a werewolf movie or one of those type of movies yeah. every few years is because the studios that own the rights have to create a new movie every few years to retain the rights. Really? Yeah. Have you guys heard uh, about that? I haven't no? heard that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm don't not they sure. make them because people like will watch? I mean, there's an audience for that, right? Yeah. It's it's. Not, but it's like we'll have costly. another, we'll have like another Dracula movie come out. You'd be like, why would anyone want to? You know, we've heard that story a million times, I know, but I think yeah. it's because they have to do that to keep the I rights. I thought it to was because they were out of creating new ideas in Hollywood. I thought that was why they're afraid. Not that they don't have new ideas, but they're afraid to spend any money on them. All right, continue, cool, please. All right, moving over to television. Woohoo! The boob tube. Yes, uh, premiering on Netflix today is the new season of Orange Is the New Black. Now. The reviews are coming in on this season, and they're above average, but not as great as they've been in previous seasons. But at this point in the game, if you're a fan of Orange the New Black, I'm sure you're going to like it either way. I'm, I'm going to check it out, and I will I've never back. watched one episode of that show. Um, I haven't either. In my opinion, the first- I've, I've I heard, mean, women's, heard... women's prison movie, sounds, initially you're like, hmm. Sounds like a porno. You know, maybe I want to yeah. check this well, out. But... At, at, sometimes it is. Uh, oh, it does uh, get uh, it does get raunchy. There, there well, are plenty of sex Why not just scenes. watch porn then? Well, because yeah. there's a storyline as well. Oh, who cares about that? And you know, comedy and whatnot. Uh, in my opinion, the first two seasons were fantastic, and it's kind of kind of tapered off since then. It's 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 gotten more comedic than dramatic, as you know, like it was in the first couple of seasons. And uh, Ben, something uh, something yeah. for you on? Oh, TV good documentary. This week. We got a documentary. It is not a oh, documentary. Right. Boo! But um, old man TV. Premiering, oh, you like them too. Premiering this Sunday, June eleventh on ABC at nine p.m. Steve Harvey's Thunderdome. Yeah, Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Oh, whatever. Thunderdome. Yes. Oh, I Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Oh, it's a play. That on guy needs some more shows. Yes, it is yeah. a reality competition. He does on not ABC. get enough work. He does. No, uh, not Steve at all. Harvey. He must be struggling. struggling. When's he doing his radio show from here? I see them working on the studio across the hall from us. That is a good question. How uh, soon am I going to get fired for talking to him? Uh, you know, uh, it's the gonna, next day, pretty fired. much. Yeah, yeah I was going to say once, once, once yeah. he starts working here, then then we'll feel. the I'll pressure. be telling him about my. I fit. am avoiding him like the bubonic no, no, plague. I, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm not even going to look at him. I'm going to invite him on the show. I'll say, hey, come on, Steve, come in here. I'll tell him my favorite Family Feud moments. You know, it'd be great. It'd be fun. I'll we'll be calling we'll sick that day. We'll be hanging out, having you know, beers together. It'd be a good time. And real quick, a couple couple more things. Oh, one more thing. More. One more thing that uh, that you will enjoy, okay, Ben. Okay, all right. Um, uh, do you have Showtime, Ben? Uh, yes, I pay an S load of money for it. Yes, yeah, so do I. Uh, premiering Monday, June twelfth at nine p.m. on Showtime, the Putin interviews. It is a four part, four hour documentary that features a series of interviews between Oliver Stone and Vladimir Putin. Ooh. Very nice. Yes, so it will okay. uh, it'll air across consecutive nights, so that's starting sure, Monday I'm, and I'm going sure, on through. I'm uh, sure Putin will not lie at all on that, and <laughs> yes, will be it, very honest. It'll be, uh, it'll be fascinating. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, 
There is a new 30 for 30 special that premieres on Tuesday. I'm not going to tell you what channel. You can find it if if, uh, you're that interested. But it is going to be... Celtics Lakers best of uh, enemies. See that? I will oh, watch that. That's, yes, that's back when I used to watch basketball. Yes, it'll be yeah. great. It is a three-part, five-hour, thirty-for-thirty oh, special. Three parts. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Two, the two parts will air back to back on Tuesday. Annoying. Followed by the finale on Wednesday. When's that Clipper thirty-for-thirty 30 coming should. out? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Clippers would, were much more riveting. interesting. No, the Clippers were much more interesting. They guys doing. You know, smoking weed at high school what, parking lot. What would be the runtime on that, Eddie? Like 20 minutes? Oh, <laughs> you, are so, tops. you are so jealous. All right. That is Coop Scoop on Thank you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 